Are you tired of looking like a loser? Have you been called an incel, neat, or even a chalker? Say no more, because we at WBS Apparel have the final solution to your clothing needs. WBS Apparel is single-handedly saving the West with its high-quality hats, tank tops, patches, and shirts. Chad, Chuds, and Chunguses agree, billions must buy. Buy our shit at WBSApparel.com today. Women will throw themselves at you. Gamers will want to be you. Literally you. Send us your best memes on X, Facebook, and Instagram if you'd like to learn more. Want to help keep the lights on in Anarchy Basement? Then go to PRLfans.com. There you can find links to Patreon, PayPal, our Bitcoin info, and other ways to help support the podcast. Now, enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 469. Nice. I'm Otto, and tonight I'm joined with... Oh, here we go. The... Jew- <laughs> the Jewish Internet Defense Force Captain, Jared. That's right. Reporting Victor- for duty. <laughs> Victor Charlie. What's going on, guys? Good to see you. And uh, the Voluntarist, James Babb. Great to be here, as always. And the Token Minarchist. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you for being here. <laughs> Glad to be here. Hey, guys. Hey, James. Kyle's helping us meet our DEI quotient. Oh, yeah. He's our token mincom, the minimum amount of communism required. <laughs> what uh, what are you drinking there? What are you drinking? I'm curious. I'm so mad. I don't, I don't got anything good. Oh, I got some treehouse. Check this. I've out. got a resurrection. Nice. Ooh, that's a good resurrection. I've got well, an erection uh, and a resurrection. <laughs> first comes Kyle one, then the next. Smart water. It's right. <laughs> It's it's tap water actually. Oh, so you smart, you reused the smart, smart water bottle with tap water tap from water. the refrigerator, but yeah. Well, that I was, I was gonna say that explains the the minarchism. <laughs> all that it's all that water, all that fluoride. fluoride in the water, turning the birds gay. I get, I get lazy and just drink the tap water. I would explain a lot of things. I am drinking. I it's have, better than no water. I have black cherry flavored vodka and black cherry the seltzer coke so. no mm. so you mean your seltzers of... man what's going on it's, it's vodka it's a vodka salt it's it's that's no, fine that's fine yeah have you guys ever seen one of those cross sections where they cut open a city water main and you see all the like it looks like a like a fat guy's artery <laughs> you know like it's just completely caked yeah. junk and, like if water can barely pass through it it's so like just yeah. gummed up with crap Yes, yeah, so mm. that purifies it. All the all the impurities get yeah. stuck to the walls, and the good water comes <laughs> the other through. Gunk. Yeah, that's how you build a healthy <laughs> immune system. Yeah, that's how. Uh... I only get sick like three times a year. Yeah, I only get. Well, sick. I like to. I like yeah. it when people buy tap water that that is sold out of a bottle, right? Like, it's right. still tap water, just for, is put into a bottle, and then you buy it. That's the pure. Well. What's the difference between purified and like spring water? I don't even know. Branding? Yeah, pretty much. It's just the label. I think at this point that's what we're dealing with. I mean, I we we have one of those Brita. We have the we have the one that's on the side of the fridge, but it takes too long. Oh yeah. It like just sprinkles out of there. And I'm like, fuck I this. Distill I distill my own water. I distill my own water. Like that's oh, the you only drink way distilled to distill water. Sure. If you, you can distill it yourself, that's the only way to get pure water. Hmm. I'm not, I don't actually do that, but I do buy distilled water <laughs> to, to make buy distilled water with for like, yeah. you know, like if you're putting it in like bourbon or something like I, I want to I don't want like any kind of mineral Adulterant. taste of any kind in the ice. So I, I just saw a video like a camping survivalist video uh, like yesterday where the guy was comparing st- uh, stagnant water under a microscope to like I running, saw that too. running stream water. You saw the same yeah. one. Yeah. And uh-huh. it's like, I mean, there was like a lot of stuff moving around in the stagnant water, but there was a couple little things in the running water too, including like hmm. this worm thing that looked really nasty. And he's like, this just shows you, you need to boil no matter what you're going to drink, you know, when you're outdoors, like, you need to boil it first. Possibly what about, indoors. What about a life well? straw? <laughs> Don't drink hot tub water. That could that could help. 
<laughs> it's like there's filtration systems that you can get like um Sawyer squeeze things hikers use you know that like uses a filtration system that that's you know that it it's gonna it's gonna make it safe pretty much or you have to put iodine tablets in or uh but yeah boil it i don't want anything alive in my no. coffee no no that's weird what's what what's weird oh they took me down oh uh, you get booted out of groups again you can't i'm no longer her. i'm no longer admin i guess on punk rock homesteading because you were spamming it with our show links yeah, yeah. probably <laughs> you get in the boot well look well, i mean if you don't have enough content to where it drowns out the show links then your your page sucks anyways yeah but they got one hundred forty two thousand followers oh man well, they removed me as as admin is that because you just posted links to the podcast every week? I might still be an admin there. Let's go check it out. Yeah, what do we want to get I've never heard of punk rock homesteading. What's that all yeah, about? Yeah, they were a bunch of commies anyway, so. They were whatever. cool, but then uh, I think the lone libertarian that was involved in that um, venture, I think, uh, let it let it go, and now it's a bunch of, like, commies. Like it's like if you stop well, mowing the grass, it just like weeds take over. Well, now, yeah, like, see, now the deal like is off. Commies just come out of nowhere. Just will just yeah. just take over everything. It's choking right. to death. Do they have access on our page? Yes, she does. Well, then why don't you mm -hmm. kick her off? I don't know. Oh, She's don't do that. One. I don't know. Uh, this is this is terrible news, guys. This is this is breaking my heart. But now, so we had an agreement in place because the people in the group, Punk Rock Homesteading, would get mad if I shared it into the group. So she was like, just stick to posting it to the page. So now I'm going out of my way to share it into the fucking group. Okay. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> not you, not, I... not her. Not not her. I'm not, I'm not saying that to her. I'm saying that to the, to the other scumbags who kicked me off the page. There's a there's a Facebook group called uh, Star Trek Memes Uncensored. Oh, oh I'm sure it's uncensored. Alert. It's every single one is censored. Like I've never had any of my posts make it through their their thing. Like, oh, of course. <laughs> of course you're stuck. <laughs> so funny. Like Goldberg awesome memes and shit. Like like I'll just try to like trash on Whoopi Goldberg, you know, like things like that. No, nope, they won't have any of it. It's well, totally censored, uncensored. Well, I, I try to go, there's a, there's a new, um, this is random Facebook links. I get, you know, stupid stuff they're selling. And I saw one, it was like this Christmas sweater, but it has, uh, you know, a Picard on it and he's going, make it snow. And he's like pointing, like, make it snow. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to buy that. I know. I'm sure. Don't, don't do it. Why? <laughs> How could you not it. buy that? Come on. It's so great. But yeah, anyway. But you were talking about, you know, communists kind of pop up everywhere, but the socialists they ruin everything. They do, but they don't ruin Argentina anymore. Yeah, I don't you like that transition. That was that was very smooth. Lawless. I wonder if you didn't call it out. You're talking about uh, Javier, 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 it's Javier, Javier, Malay, Malay, oh, yeah. Malay. There we go. Now we've covered this guy before, and yep. I think if, if I recall last we reviewed him, we decided he looked autistic enough to be legitimate libertarian. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. Bad haircut, talks the, very loudly, the says things chops. like "left hard." Yeah, definitely autistic. <laughs> he wears a. Um, didn't we show that video where play. he was like walking by like a bunch of like um he had like a bunch of post-it notes? Oh yeah, on the wall. They had like agencies things. And he was like ripping down. He was going fuego, fuego. <laughs> I, I, I posted a link of of some of his rants just if we wanted, like just reminisce. So, um, let's see what kind of a of a of a dude this guy is. But yeah, he wins the presidency, right? So yeah, last night, um, and he campaigned on abolishing their central bank. Which at first I'm like, oh, that sounds good. But then I'm like, well, they're going to be using the U.S. dollar now. And that's maybe just trying to roll them into the Federal Reserve System now. Like, yeah, he wants to dollarize, right? 
Why not let the libertarian do it? I'm sure it's better than the libertarian peso, which has had a crazy inflation. Libertarian peso? I mean, Argentinian peso. Argentinian peso. (laughs) You said libertarian. Libertarian peso. That's the name of the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. But the the, the peso is um, terribly inflated. Yeah. So uh, using the dollar is, is definitely better than using the peso. But is this... You know, how does what is Klaus Schwab's view on this is my question. Is this like just like bringing them into the fold or is this actually rebelling? The media is still attacking them. So is this just a a stepping stone to Bitcoin? You know, Hmm. why did he need a stepping stone? Um, El Salvador just made it legal tender. He could have campaigned on making Bitcoin legal tender. I'm not saying he should have. Yeah, he could have done the El Salvador thing and said Bitcoin or U.S. dollar is legal tender. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, of course, I'm opposed to legal tender. Or he could have said, we're not going to have legal tender laws, like a proper libertarian would say. Right. Right. Just yeah. be like, we're, we're, you can use whatever currency you want. We're just not going to have a central bank anymore. Well, here's the other thing, too. Um, so this is from November 20th. China reaffirms support for new nations joining BRICS as Argentina signals rejection. And just, re- just as, uh, you know, he won. Last night, he's like, no, no to the BRICS, um, which is basically Russia, China, India going to a gold backed currency. So maybe that's an aspect to it. That's Brazil. Right. Right. He had certain conditions he had to agree to in order to get elected. The CIA was like, look, we don't want to kill you, but (laughs) can you at least just not talk? Just just a few things. Just just there's some concessions you have to make. You know, yeah, yeah. We can't. We can't. We can't. You gotta. You gotta. You can't. You gotta take the CBDCs. You've gotta. But you know, maybe you can get rid of some uh, some governmental organizations like the Department of of Recreation or something. Right. Let them close some some BS things. Um, Well, you know, another strategy might be they're like, look, well, we got this. This guy's popular. Let him win. And then none of these things that he really is campaigning on, they'll let happen. But maybe they'll have let's, you know, some policy changes happen that make everybody's life worse. And then they see and then they're like, see, free market capitalism failed again. You know, that's like, what I was thinking. Like, well, that's the other problem up, is setting them up for a fall. But but I mean, that's that that's backfire. sort of the nature of things anyways. Right. I mean, nothing happens overnight. No, like, you know, a libertarian policy isn't going to magically fix everything. It takes time to work out all the kinks that were introduced by the status system. And then, but the, you know, I don't know how their, you know, election shit works over there. I don't know if he can have like, you know, how long his term is, but like if it's only four years, like the first four years might be like ripping the bandaid off. I don't even know and what he might not he make. Has. Like what is, what is, well, that's true authority? too. Like, is he like the Joe Biden where he can just, just do any kid. I mean, do anything he wants. <laughs> <laughs> Freudian slip there, but I mean, to, to like to not to harken back to um, you know a, a person we we no longer uh, appreciate, but uh, Stefan Melanin. I remember him when Ron Paul was running. He said something like, "You know, we don't want to get Ron Paul that close to to power because inevitably somebody's going to monkey wrench it, or it's just not going to take enough time, or it's just not going to you know, and it's just going to end up." you know, further or not further, but it's going to end up sort of like working as an example against libertarianism, just because it'll be either like propagandized or it just won't be enough time for things to to, to truly work out. And, you know, it's just a a system that's already completely fucked. So like, let's get all the libertarians as far away from that shit as possible and watch it collapse. It's one good, one good point he had before he turned into a white supremacist, but. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe he'll help out though. Maybe it won't be that bad. Maybe, um, you know, Argentina's kind of, it's, it's like, would you rather, would the U S rather have communists over there or would they rather have like a libertarian over there? You know, they just want whoever's going to obey. They don't care. Like, they don't care. Yeah. Right. Like, um, I, I did see that he has, he has an interesting allegiance with Israel, which I think, I don't know, like I'm not saying that has anything to do with him getting elected, <laughs> but he said, like, his first official trip's going to be uh, include Israel. 
So, and he's at his rallies, he even like would start out with a, a shofar horn and, yeah. uh, and, uh, you know, like it says he'd like to, is considering, uh, Dude, I should play that shofar on the podcast once. Yeah. He, uh, he wants to Next switch to Judaism, but he's not sure how, like, um, like not like respecting, um, Shabbat could work with his work schedule. Like, so <laughs> Dude, I like this guy. I like this guy a lot. Yeah. It's it's interesting how distrustful libertarians are. Like, they're like, there's no way a guy that isn't a CIA plant could possibly have won the presidency or or CIA CIA approved, right? And, And maybe it is possible that the Argentinians are so fed up with the high inflation and the bad economy. And this guy came out and he was just very confident. He's a populist, right? He's just appealing to the people. And he speaks what he thinks, right? He's unfiltered. He's like, these socialists are pure shit. I want to get rid of all of them. And and maybe that resonated with enough people that just wanted a radical change. They wanted to flip it. And they were like, okay, you know, anybody but what we got now, because this is not working. So and I it think did it's take possible. a runoff election to to this. This was because uh, there was a runoff. This is the runoff election. So yeah, yeah it could be on to something. I mean, things were so dire there that people are just like, I don't. And also keep in mind that, you know, a lot of the the resources that would normally go towards like influencing this election, they're all in Ukraine. They're all in Israel now. Right. So, I mean, the U.S. is kind of like focused on this shit and he kind of probably like snuck in there. You know, they couldn't send their best. You know what I mean? I mean, he won by a lot. Right. It was like 55 to 45 in this runoff election. It was a pretty handy, you know, pretty good win. And um you know, I don't know. So the runoff I, I, just means like whoever the other like three or four can't like number three, number four were just out for this right. one. Right. Yeah. So, but I mean, yeah, I think it was like a three, up. It was a three-way race, and nobody achieved over fifty percent. So yeah. And that was like I think about a month ago. And so I, I think you're right, Kyle. I think they just so democracy failed. I think people were just so fed up. With because I mean, well, you know what is interesting is the, yeah, is insane. the Western media's uh, response to it and the oh, way they describe him. It's pretty yeah. hilarious. They they're like they try to right. they were trying to associate him with Trump and far right and radical and you know and like oh yeah, pretty hilarious. Just to I mean, see he is radical in their mind. Sure. Yeah, he's it, radical it, compared it, to the existing uh, status quo, right? He's rad, exactly. Yeah, but well, it's a, ra- it's a radical. it's like a one eighty. Right. We're going from big government, growing government. This guy wants to slash government. He's got the chainsaw out. You know, he's got the post-it notes. It's like we're getting rid of agencies. We're cutting spending big time. Hell and yeah. I just think one thing that's that's going to be hard for him is, you know, the, people get entrenched. Right. They get dependent. They work for these agencies. It's their paycheck. They're they're on the dole in one way or another. Like mm-hmm. in America, I don't know what percentage of the country gets money from the government, either as contractors or direct employees or just straight you know, assistance checks. But it's a lot. And it's not easy to just cut all those people off. And say, okay, you know, you're done. You're gonna have to get a job in the private sector now. I'm privatizing everything. Like, like Raytheon, uh, Lockheed right. Martin. Yeah, there's uh, there's SpaceX. people. People have skin in the game. They're not gonna like that. And so you really, I mean, you can do it, but he's gonna need a lot of support. And I don't know that he has the support in the Congress that he needs to to make the cuts that he wants to make. But again. You know, they are kind of like toward a dictatorship. You know, the executive is very powerful. So maybe he maybe he can. Maybe this is really a shift um, from from the people and maybe he'll be able to cut all the spending. Uh, it'll be very interesting to see how it plays out. And, uh, you know, he seems a bit crazy to me, too. Seems like very uh, eccentric. So I just hope he's not another Bukele like in El Salvador, who became sort of like the Bitcoin <laughs> you know, tyrant of, of El Salvador. So we'll see. Well, I think, uh, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of libertarians who are like just shitting on him, uh, because he has a few bad takes. And I, and it's funny because a lot of these people that I see shitting on him are the ones who are like Walter blocks their best friend. And I'm like, okay, like that makes libertarian sense. For you know? Trump, Walter block. Yes, the 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 case for a Palestinian genocide, uh, the libertarian case for a Palestinian genocide, you know, by Walter Block, Ooh. you know that guy. He didn't. He um, didn't really say that. Did he? Uh, it was just the libertarian case for 
palette for the I don't know something recent. I saw it like, like a it was, There's no way yeah. he wrote that headline. It was uh, no, it wasn't that headline, but it was something okay. close. But anywho, something close. So I don't know if you want to if you want to post uh, the tweet on there by uh, Jeff Deist that he made, which is a great. I mean, it was a really really great tweet he had. He described the moment better, more eloquently than I could. Like my feelings towards this. If you want to post that, Jared. <laughs> Which one is it? Melee uh, about Jeff. Melee Melee Jeff. Jeff. Second to last one. Yeah. Down yeah, bottom. Push that little tweet up there. I think I saw this. Yeah. It was the it's one of the best responses to it, especially if you're you're critical. So he says, all we can do is understand that this is not about Malay or his views, but about the perception of his views and the willingness of millions to vote for him based on these perceptions. He may be as terrible as Dan McAdam warns, but he had to, but he had to happen just as Trump had to happen. I'm like, that's exactly what it's it's not about him necessarily, but it's about what he represents and his rhetoric and it was oh, people were done they're done with their failing economies and their failing infrastructure and they're done with it and this is one time you know people look to libertarianism as an answer and they chose libertarianism whether he fulfills that or not whether he's just a, a nobody whether he gets run out there and a re and some type of new election or overthrown i don't know what it's just people were willing to do this so yeah, look at look at Dave Smith's tweet there, right? He says a presidential candidate winning on a bold libertarian populist message lays the groundwork for what is possible. And that that's a very interesting statement there. You know, you can be radical and say this is the direction we're going, like it or not, this is what I want. And and if the country is ready for change, that you can still get through with a with a radical message. And that, that's a very interesting comment. To me it is anyway. Especially to a minarchist, that must be somewhat shocking. Well, I've been no. That's exactly well. I mean, what if you had what if you had like a two thousand eight Ron Paul running in two thousand sixteen? Yeah, I mean, Ron Paul was radical. You know? He was he was yeah, bold. Yeah. He was populist, and I, but he was you know. too early. He was too early. I, I feel like yeah. if he showed up two thousand sixteen, ran against Trump, nah, like I don't know, at man. that same age that he was then, not his current but no no here's the difference right americans are not suffering enough argentinians are suffering they are they have like 40 percent poverty rate their currency yeah. they're dealing with inflation that's like 80 percent a month i mean they can't they yeah but they were suffering gone. enough to vote for donald trump i mean yeah that was that's not as, yeah but that, that's just that's just uh you know eight years of just conservative talk radio and obama obama and then remnants of the tea party and just people checked out i mean there is something to be said about the populism i mean if you tap into that and the perception like what jeff dice was saying like people aren't fucking political wonks. i mean i don't know like, I think you're underplaying dissect everything i mean people look at the perception and what they can like based on the populist messaging and i think it resonated just the fact that they're suffering like really bad in argentina and they're like well, you know what like we're sick of this shit and here's an alternative and then timing's everything i think maybe if you had like a ron paul like morton downey jr show like back in 1988 say in 2016 you know that would that's what we needed instead we got joe jorgensen and bill weld like what the fuck or no not joe jorgensen but like bill weld and fucking gary johnson and 2020 joe jorgensen you know it's like let's let's not be too radically libertarian let's let's kind of be this mushy in the middle and it's like no people don't want to fucking hear that shit they'll stay home they won't vote they'll they're yeah so there's something to be said about it that i mean regardless what happens um the message resonated with people so you could have a certain personality to be a populist i just i don't have the personality for it i'm way too way too boring um <laughs> you know like you, you gotta get a guy that just they can just like get on that podium right you know and just shout you know these people are shit they are shit you know just like going nuts and and like get just get the people fired up you know like I mean, Trump. Trump's a, a populist. Like he gets people like really pumped up. You gotta be able to. You gotta be able to tug on those emotions. Yeah. Well, maybe I, as a result you, of this, we'll um, see more. We'll see like more South American countries because a lot of them are suffering from the same sort of thing, right? Yeah. So maybe we'll see. You know, 
a Mexican libertarian president or, you know. Well, I always knew that's South America, but you get the point. Right. I always knew Brazil had a big libertarian movement, right? Yeah, Brazil. But I didn't know Argentina. Costa Rica. Costa Rica had the Movimiento Libertarios with members in Congress. I mean, it's possible. I mean, these are places, these small countries might actually count their votes. You know, like it's hard to say. But there's there's our guy with this flag, and I'm like, is does this have anything to do with him winning? What do you, what do you think, Jared? What do you uh, know? Jared, can you confirm? Yeah, what do you got? I mean, I don't think Israel has has. You mean so like because of his alliance with Israel, the U.S. is like, all right, we'll let this guy slide. Maybe. Well, he got a. They're like, you I don't know, think Israel has maybe. the power. I don't think Israel he has the power to influence. And he asked if he could become president of Argentina, and they're like, "Well, maybe." What do you got? And he's like, "How about look at this?" Is that know. him holding the flag? Yeah. So, yeah. so all the other flags there are Argentina flags, right? And he's in the middle of a crowd holding an Israel flag. Yeah. It, That's now, could that have been photoshopped? I mean, let's be honest. No, I've seen the video. It's okay. he waves. Uh, yeah. This is, it's it, also but... consistent with uh, with things he says and other things that he does. Yeah, he he studies Torah regularly and has seriously considered converting to Judaism. And also says he plans to move Argentina's embassy in Israel to Jerusalem. He plans to slash government spending, dollarize the economy, eliminate central bank, as well as key ministries. I- I think he was elected on economics a lot more than the Israeli flag, personally. I mean, it's possible that the U.S. was like, uh, we could route some resources down there, maybe maybe switch things up a little bit. But he's waving that Israel flag or, like we'll let him have this one. Right. <laughs> I mean, even the CIA like can't assassinate everybody at the same time. They have to like right. pick kind of like, that's, we'll do this one this week. And then we got Christmas coming up and then maybe we'll the get to him next year. <laughs> Billions to Ukraine, billions to Israel. It doesn't leave a lot in the budget for, you know, assassinating um, anarchists. Did you see him in in the superhero costume? What's the gross national product of Argentina compared to, to, I mean, it's, I don't know how big it is. It's, I mean, it's not, it's not inconsequential, but I don't think it's gigantic. It's not really a strategic location, right? I mean, DDP. Well, the, it's, it's not. Well, it's, it's not Ukraine. Of Argentina is forty-eight for protecting Antarctica billion dollars. Right, the great, the great barrier that prevents people from from right, like the ice. Wall. like secret yeah. bases in Antarctica and stuff. It's protecting the ice wall, right? Right, right. No, I think I think they treat it like the game, like a game of risk. Like they want everything, you know. They want to control everywhere, so it's not it's not that they just wrote it off. I'm not, but I'm just saying, like if you're directing resources around you have finite resources i mean i get they have the printing press but there's still finite resources in principle so like i mean ukraine obviously huge strategic position right next to russia israel huge strategic position in the middle east argentina eh, penguins yeah you yeah know? Like, <laughs> I, I was shocked i gotta say i was shocked you know, like I, I was like a guy that's in an ANCAP superhero uniform, right, <laughs> is now the president <laughs> of Argentina. I was like, what is going on right now? Like, I didn't see this coming. It's clown but world, I don't, dude. Anything, I don't, everything ever, since Harambe, ever since they killed Harambe, we've, we've been on this yeah, timeline. This world has been so Yeah, we're in the wrong timeline. Crazy. That was what the, that was the uh, was never supposed event. to exist. If we lived down there, we might have had like some semblance, some sense that this was going on, that there was this populist uprising and that this guy had a real chance, you know, but I just I don't know. I don't follow Argentina that closely. So I just opened my headline and I'm like, oh, my God, this guy. Yeah, (laughs) I think that that level of inflation for that long makes a mark. And like people are like, you know, like they've they've had to adapt. Right. They already consider the, the, you know, the government like financial institutions to be garbage, I assume. Oh, yeah. Uh, They've been they've been they've been probably using other currencies, gold, Bitcoin, you know, anything uh, to not hold on to those um, those currencies. Tucker, when he 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 went over there and interviewed him and he went to like kind of like a monetary exchange that was like, quote, off the books where you got a quote, better exchange for uh, where there were kind of these uh, they were exchanging dollars for pesos and you know US dollars but you have to know people to know where to go like there was such and uh, it was 
it just really highlighted how bad it is. And I remember Babs, you remember that? Remember that? Um, it, it was that organ. It was that group out of the whole Ron Paul movement up in your area, up in the Philadelphia area, that uh, Survive and Thrive group. Uh-huh. And I re- I remember there was a meeting one time, and it was very interesting. And it was, uh, and I think I talked about it. Um, maybe maybe it was a couple episodes ago when we were talking about how bad it is in Argentina with the inflation. And one of the guys, one of the um, speakers at one of those meetings was a history teacher. And they talked about that, of, of the basic bank, the bank collapse of Argentina in 2001. And this happened right about the time of 9-11. So obviously it didn't make big world news, but they had bank runs where they could only, where, you know, the, the banks were just like shut down and, and they were only open maybe a couple hours a day, if that for date, you know, might be shut down for a week or two days, two days close. And then, Oh, we're open for an hour and you can maybe get your money, but just, but not all of it. And, um, the military had to intervene. It was just widespread chaos for years. And it was all those IMF debt that they took on. Um, it was chaos. And, and that kind of like dovetailed into the conversation of this group. It was called survive and thrive. And it was more or less like, what would you do in like, like your dollar doesn't buy shit anymore. Like, what do you do? And they got into that about how bad it was in Argentina. They said people fared better in the cities because they got like subsidies from the government and the military, but people out in the country, they were just like roving gangs, like kind of like, uh, what was that movie? Um, Mad uh, Max, not Mad Max, uh, the road like that, where it was just like roving gangs and just, just like raping and pillaging and, you know, going after farmers and taking land and, so, I mean, that goes back to 2001. So, I mean, they've been dealing with a basic currency crisis on top of currency crisis, like inflation. And so it's, it, it, it goes back. So maybe, maybe it takes a generation or two before people are like, you know what? Fuck it. You know I'm, what? I'm voting libertarian. I'm voting for someone that has an understanding of free market economics and understands like the, what's actually causing this and it, it takes i well, guess that suffering even maybe count the votes i find that adorable right like that that yeah. like, they actually have a functioning electoral system that can't be instantly hijacked and manipulated and falsified and controlled i mean first of all like they didn't like in pennsylvania that dude had never been allowed on the ballot like no 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 right? like they've got they, like just they don't have a lot of the defenses that that you know that are built into our system here so like um and that three-way that like the three-way runoff like created can create a unique opportunity like you remember the, the um lp convention where michael bednarik got elected as as candidate for president I I'm, hmm, I, I don't remember. I was like before. I was like, well, there were there were. He wasn't the he wasn't the the favored um, candidate. There was Gary Nolan, who was a popular radio co-host, a radio host, and then um, Aaron Russo from Freedom to Fascism had a very energetic campaign, and these two were considered. You know, these two had a Front lot runners. of support, and we're getting yeah. you know. Bednarik shows up. Uh, his he had one campaign staffer that had been driving around the country in a Hyundai and um, had no budget, like literally like living out of a suitcase, you know, scrappy, uh, poorly mimeographed copies of his book, you know, for sale <laughs> as he toured around. It was awesome. Right. But everybody he was everybody's second favorite. So when the when the two bigger contenders didn't have the win, they were like, "Well, we could all live with with Michael Bednarik." So he walked away with it. Well, that's how. That's you're the describing. You're describing exactly what happened in 2020. I mean, and you're and it's probably what's going to play out in 2024. I got the book. There it is. The good, yeah, good king, king. By Michael Bednarik. Yeah, it's a good book. It's a good read. Where you rest can, uh, peace. Wow. you know, like yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, I went up to Harrisburg. I remember after the PA convention, um, I think he did a workshop on a Sunday. And uh, yeah, I got a signed copy. I think my copy, yeah, to your point, Babs, like the binding, it started falling apart. Well, no, that's <laughs> like, the publisher. Publisher. When he When he first started yeah. campaigning, he had like a version printed out of Kinko's. Oh like, wow! Like a like a like a manuscript, <laughs> wow. like yeah, held together, nice. like with like um, uh, you know, like a binder, um. 
That looks like he's got a signed. That's a signed copy, Alex. I think wow. so. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I have, um, it was. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I met him. He's, he was based. Um, I think, and then I think my dad and my brother. I think I was off serving em, like maintaining Empire during those days in 2006. But I think they uh, got a campaign event, like a campaign to stop at at a Denny's in Reading, PA. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like my dad, my brother, a couple other people went and met him. And like, yeah, he was he was really based. But um, yeah, I think that's what we're we're possibly possibly going to happen at the LP convention this year. If I do decide, it's to not go a bad thing. It's not a, it's not bad for that to happen, right? Like, no. whole idea is to get like who's the most you know. Is there some dude that like everybody's like, wow, that's a that guy's the best libertarian for this job? Yeah, just I mean, it's just so I don't know. I was talking with I don't know. We're not. I don't know if we're going to be doing it after hours or not, but I was just talking with, uh, I was hanging out with uh, Jeff Douglas over the weekend and we were talking about that. Just like how ridiculous is it? How ridiculous some of these States are like, we're doing a, a a debate and a debate. It's a debate. And it's like, right. Why are these candidates flying all over the fucking place for like to show up to some stupid convention where there might be, I don't know, maybe especially some of these small States where there might be 40 or 50 people. You pay all this money when it's like, just host a bunch of fucking zoom like in this age of the internet, right? Asking people, especially in this economy, we can do a better job, and we can do a better yeah. job, and you could do a better job. Like we could have a PRL debate forum, right? Dude, let's fucking do it, right? And and it's be- like, why are they flying around all over like to do these? Like, it's I don't know. It's a waste of time. You know? Do you guys remember when? No, it's called me. belly. It's called belly to belly. And in sales, this is sort of a part of the strategy: is that even if you have an existing relationship, you need to get like literally belly to belly with your client periodically, right? Mm-hmm. To really okay. build lasting uh, relationships. So okay. you know, yeah. like getting to dr- have drinks with somebody at a bar at an LP convention. Right, it's probably going to do a hell of a lot more than a Zoom appearance, at least for that one guy. You yeah, know? but you're not selling to an individual; you're selling to a whole population of people, most of which aren't going to be at that meeting in the first place. Well, but you're, so you know, when you're when you're trying to win over LP delegates, it's a pretty small world, you know. Yeah, and an yeah. LP state convention is going to be a target-rich environment because there's going to be delegates there. You know, you oh, can that's win yeah, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I remember Gary Johnson came to Maryland. Do you remember yeah, that, Alex? Alex? Yeah, yeah. What was that? Yeah, bar? we hosted, we hosted, we hosted him at Alewife. Yeah, that place. It was like that's a bar. Like Berg, uh, yeah, I think it shut down. It was like Bergman, and then his uh, friend was a chef there. Yeah, they had, and, they had really uh, good food and beers there. That was a good spot. That was how we got him to like come to the house. This is Bergman had a hand in like setting all that shit up. The, did he go on the PRL podcast? Yeah, Gary Johnson. Yeah, did. That was okay. It was no, in Matt's was like, living room. He was in Matt's living room before the basement. Okay. Wow. I yeah. missed that part. I remember him. I think he was at was it a, a C4L meeting, Alex? You remember him talking? Like I remember him being at the Holiday Inn mm-hmm. for campaign for Liberty and talking. I don't. I might have. I, I might have missed I, that one. Maybe it was different. It could have been a different time entirely. I'm not positive, but I remember. Um, you know, meeting him. Maybe I met him twice. Maybe I met him both of those. But yeah, anyway, point is like, um, yeah, you gotta like make the rounds, get around when you're trying to run, when a, uh, run a national campaign. You gotta go around and meet like everybody in all these different states. And if you guys remember, um, Stossel hosted a LP debate on Fox. I Business. remember that was uh, one of my first uh, like acclimations into the LP back in like 2016. <laughs> was that the super cringy one? I mean, they're I all know. which one? Which one? Which one? <laughs> well, you had you had no. Um, there was Austin one Peterson. You had um, McAfee, right? And yeah. you had um, and Gary Johnson. I don't know if that that might what's have been one where no. What's Gary Johnson guy? got Gary Johnson got booed for saying we should have driver's licenses or something? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, who knows? They did one in a high school it? auditorium that had like terrible lighting. I don't know if anybody yeah. remembers that one. That was really bad. Yeah. But yeah. anyways, I don't think we want to bore uh bore the crowd too much with uh LP, LT, yeah, LP past the <laughs> presidential races. But um what else do we want to talk about? There's so much we can get Hold into. On, though. I week. found I found it. Oh, though. what you found? Oh, you found it? Oh, this was yeah. okay. Yeah. Should someone have to have <laughs> this is in Orlando. Issued licensed to you guys hear this? Car? 
Uh-huh. Hell no. Oh, that's Larry What's Elder. Next, requiring a license to make toast in your own damn toaster. Daryl Perry. <laughs> Back when he was based. Daryl Perry's more like libertarian than, the, than that dude. Exhibited by people before they drive. <laughs> <laughs> Should someone <God>. have <laughs> Oh my God. Well, Kyle, that was probably the one you were like, yeah. I mean, you know, um, like, this is my guy. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, there's a, there's always a balance, right, between uh, liberty and uh, restriction. And um, according, right, according to the, to those that want to rule you, yes, and, there's and always li- a libertarians, balance required. <laughs> if, it's a, if it's a seesaw, libertarians are basically all on one end, which is anything goes. And uh, you know, but I think there's a balance. So um, yeah, but th- those kind of questions. Now, th- that's not even a question in mainstream politics. Nobody's even considering uh, abolishing driver's licenses. But that's the kind of question that they would bring up at an LP debate. It's like way outside of like normal thinking. No, it's like, a way it's a way of separating the bullshitters from the libertarians. And it worked. Yeah. It's an interesting perspective. Yeah, I, I suppose. <laughs> well, I mean, they're not running to they're in this case, they're running to win the, the LP nomination, right? Yeah. So you're not competing yeah. against like Republicans and Democrats who obviously are going to be like, of course, so we it's need more appropriate for that type of things to be to be discussed there. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it, it is. Know. But then you get into the mainstream and they go, Hey, I hear you want to ban driver's licenses. So I, I guess you want to uh, fuck. Yeah. That's right. Jared. People that have never driven a day in their life to be out on the highways, just it's running. So into easy. Shit. It's so easy. Like, they like, already are. <laughs> hey, like, all you gotta say is hypothetically, just like right now, I already feel like, People who have licenses are very much terror drivers as is, but that's not what we're talking about today. Today we're we're, we're focused on day one as, on the presidency is you know wars and blah blah blah. blah. It's an easy deflection. You just you kind of shit on it and still kind of keep your stance without being like, yes, we will ban. Like you know, you don't have to go hard. Yeah, to paint. Go full you gotta, uh, I, I just, take a yeah. property rights stance on it and say, you know, the road owner is allowed to establish requirements for use of their road. Right, yeah, it transmits you, nicely your right. That, that's, and that's, that's perfect for private roads. So you also right. have to homestead the roads, right? Yeah, you don't have to have so, a license on a, a private road if the owner doesn't require it. But most roads aren't private; they're mostly public. So you have to have right, a license because they're right. They've been they've been seized, you know. And, no, the, the government it's a, it's owns a monopoly. Them. The government built them, they own them, and they can make rules for them. Property so you're right. saying the government but is the legitimate owner? But who yeah. built them, Kyle? Huh? Who built them? <laughs> the government. Who or built they, the road? Paid for their construction. Who built the government? So you're saying the government is a legitimate owner of roads? Do I just yes. did I hear that right? Yes. How did they get the roads? Legitimately? I mean, they uh, they they got the land through either eminent domain or it was just previously a road. And they just uh, built a paved paved it. Eventually, it was probably How did it become their property. Point. That's what I'm trying to get to. They have to go way back, I guess. I don't know. They killed those Indians fair and again, square. Again, and other than eminent domain, like, well, a lot a lot of the land. A lot of people don't talk about this, but like a lot of it was unoccupied. Right, the Indians. It's not like they had a. There was only three million. I'm pretty sure the Americans. area that makes up Route 95 was occupied. How did they, how did how they get it? <laughs> Eminent domain. Legitimately. <laughs> there was a march. Um, <laughs> there was a uh, trail, perhaps made yeah, of tears. They, yeah. They, they evacuated. <laughs> they evacuated the local inhabitants to a safe place. <laughs> like 95 corridor to Arizona. A lot of communities in southwest Baltimore, like a lot of communities in southwest Baltimore are, you know, in but the, the reason the you can't beyond. say how they got it legitimately is because they didn't get it legitimately. Legitimately. They can't. There's no way they can because they don't have anything that's that was legitimately acquired. Everything they have is through theft or well, fraud. Legitimate and violence. Legal. So they're not the legitimate. They can't be the legitimate property owners, at least according to libertarian property theory. That's oh, that's wrong. I mean, I think they can be. They're, they're the lawful owners of it, and I think they lawfully took it. I think it. the railroads, the railroads have it the best, or not the best, but they, you know, they allow the property. Yeah, dude, Alex got here comes the trainism, but they <laughs> use it as like a throughway. So it, it's their property, but like say it's going through farmland or whatever. The farmer still owns that property, but basically the rail the the, the railroads are basically 
hey, this is this is our through way, but it's still your property. That's how roads could be handled. But yeah, they you can negotiate that. You can you can buy those firms. rights, like just yeah. like you buy mineral rights or water rights. You can buy a throughway <laughs> right. Right. Alex's trained to yeah. He was born yeah, in Reading. Like, it's impossible. I mean, yeah. I don't know. So, so you think like it was those in, in perpetuity pay like land when lease? You say lawful. Don't you just mean like, well, okay, they've got more guns and therefore it's theirs. It's not just that they have more guns. It's that they are the, you know, society's chosen governing body, you know? Like, I, know, I know you guys I don't, don't have, this, this acknowledge like that, that people can yet. form like, a government <laughs> and create a government, but like the society will thing. That doesn't that sound just a tad communist? It's it's not. It's like it's like I was having this argument with this guy on uh, in the libertarian group on Facebook, and he was like, you know, they're just a gang. Government's just a gang, and I'm like, you're you're really oversimplifying what they are. It's like all of your neighbors want taxes, all of your neighbors want public schools, all of your neighbors want roads too. It is a reflection of what the majority of people in society want. It's not just a simple gang. I mean, if you can't yeah, tell if the they want if they want their like, cotton picked, that's what your neighbors want. That's what they should get. <laughs> not necessarily, but I mean, why not? You know, That's what the neighbors want. It's lawful. They want their cotton. Are you talking about slavery? Yeah. Well, cotton's got to get picked and it's lawful. So, so, so why not? I mean, that's exactly what happened, right? They had the slavery was legal. So, all right. Was- and that, and a lot of people think that's cool, but as libertarians over here, we're kind of against that kind of thing. Well, that particular policy in, in historical, you know, in a perspective now was, is, you know, very wrong, but at that time it was widely accepted, you know, it was common practice and widely accepted. So, I mean, I don't, I don't see how that invalidates the fact that the government owns and built the roads. They didn't build the roads. They hijacked a lot of the roads like the Maryland. So in 19, uh, 19, Oh, eight or 1918. I forget. I think it was 1908. They, the Maryland highway administration came into effect and they just took over the roads. They were like, we're taking over them. And they just took it over. So all the toll roads that were all throughout, the, like they just said, we're, that's ours. And I mean, were, were they gonna, all privately owned previously? Yes. I don't know, man. Yeah. It was, I mean, that, it it's a thing. Man. Owned until 1908. Yeah. There's a uh, near my parents' house. You go inside like, state uh, highway administration. You'll see it. Yeah, I have to look at. I have to research that. It's hard to believe every road that we use was private, and all tolls everywhere. I mean, the impracticality of having to pay a toll every fifty feet. No, 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 no. Most, most, most roads were like started as deer trails that became, you know, Native American trails that just became. Oh, just settlers just used them, and no one claimed land. Everyone's like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll cut off my property to that road. Like it was, or um, property will extend, and the road will just cut through my property. Uh, there's, you know, it, even, even like round, like by my house, there's still old properties. You go down these old roads, and the road cuts the property in half, and it's. It's no one claimed them. No one was like, these are my roads. Some people would yeah. come by the land. Mall, ro- mall roads. So, so they were like Pennsylvania public. or the county or the federal government or, you know, like the township. Then they claimed ownership. But that's some people think that's legitimate because they because they have the power to keep it. Well, if it's being publicly used, right, you can't you can't just have like a highway. Right. And then one guy with a little section says, well, I'm blocking it off. You know, or I'm putting up a toll over my 50 feet of it. And then, you know, the next and then all of a sudden you have an obstruction. You have something Are we really going to talk about who will build the roads. I, I just want yeah, to. Yeah, let's not do it. We're not doing this. Roads. Roads. Really I'm putting my foot down. All right. All right. All right. I'm, so, I'm going to start roads. booting people. I'm like, going to start booting people. Kyle, I expect a little bit better than, you know. Than some <laughs> How did we start this? Whole, like, with, occupied Democrats argument. It was the driver's licenses. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry you guys don't want to use, don't want driver's licenses. Well, dude, look at how bad the drivers are with license. I mean, could it be that much worse? Without him, yes. I mean, yeah, yes, Kyle is shit, dude. best minarchist out there when it comes to dude, my Instagram is just suddenly my Instagram reels is just suddenly full of just bad driver videos. Like, I don't know, the, the algorithm thinks that's what I, what I want to see right now. <laughs> we were talking and there's about just, road. oh, I, mean, I see it enough good. in my own personal life, and then I go on Instagram and it's just even worse, just amplified. And I'm like, dude, dude almost, driver's license aren't doing a goddamn thing. 
I almost right. hit like a like a ladder in the middle of the highway today that Jesus. must have bounced out of somebody's <laughs> truck. So it was like like something a painter would use. It's freaking in the yeah. fucking road. <laughs> Yo, these fucking speaking of guys in the ladders in a road, I was going I was about to go through I was on eight ninety five, about to go through the tunnel underneath the inner harbor. And yeah. and like going through the tolls. And like literally this pickup truck, this contractor is just stopped like dead ass. Like fucking, I mean, granted people are slowing down to about maybe 40 miles an hour, 30 to 20, just stop, pulls over. They get out, do like, to like readjust the ladders on the, before they went through the tolls and went into the tunnel. I'm like, what the fuck? Like you're just driving down the highway with like your ladders, just not even secure to like the ladder rack on your truck. Like what the fuck, dude? It's getting, it's insane out there. It is just, yeah, it. And you know, so everyone, everyone, I don't know. This is, is this is a trend that I've been noticing that you'll notice how many more stickers do you guys see? Every other car has a sticker on it says new driver, be patient, student driver. I'm a new driver. <laughs> Those are always the worst ones. They're they're not but even they're like not. you can tell they're not new drivers. They're just assholes. Right. <laughs> like right. they're, they're clearly not new because they're like maneuvering around and shit. Yeah. But they're fucking speeding. They're cutting you off. They're not using their blinkers. Yeah, like those are the worst offenders out of like getting getting pulled over or something maybe they're teenager they're teenagers learning how to drive but they share the I car never see a kid driving one of those cars <laughs> ever dude i've seen before i've seen you, really slow cars when you see somebody who's driving really slow or erratically and you're ready to judge them just remember they could be wasted okay like you don't know like the mushrooms yeah. might have just kicked in they could be just holding <laughs> on to that steering wheel for dear life okay <laughs> just get around them and keep going you know like yeah. <laughs> oh man did you uh there's a presidential candidate who's campaigning on legalizing speeding nice. and i posted a video of this guy i don't know if you're interested he's he's a little bit authoritarian kyle might really like this guy <laughs> he he wants to he wants to rename the the left lane the racing lane okay <laughs> so instead of being the passing lane it's the racing lane and he wants a four-tiered driver's license where like oh, tier one yeah. you're barely allowed on the road and you have to stay to the right lane and if and if like a two and if like a uh, a, a higher ranked driver comes up behind you you have to get out of the way all right so, so let's see what See what he has to say. Well, what have to just start at the top here? Because it's kind of like maybe just like jump from bit to bit because it's kind of long. He, do, he doesn't Hello, have a boot man. on his head. My name's Brad Miser, and I'm filming this today from my YouTube car garage, my man cave in the great state of Tennessee. And I'm announcing to you that I am officially running for president of these United States of America. So why are you running for president? Well, that's easy, Andrew. I hate politics. I hate political division. But more than anything, I hate a problem that no politician in this country has ever had the balls to fix. And I'm that guy with those balls that can that can fix that problem. Is that funny? <laughs> slow drivers, non-speeders, unaware people who drive slow are choking the lifeblood out of our country. See, this, this I'm going to make America fast again. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> this is populism as i said yeah like get like everybody hates slow drivers right like aren't we all just infuriated by people blocking the blocking our our path honestly that's like the least of my concerns mine's more like the people that are flying down the road like cutting you off not using their signals i don't that's really care about me. the slow people yeah yeah, yeah. no it's okay <laughs> This Listen, might not be your candidate. Yes, there's duct tape on my hat, Andrew. <laughs> might not be my guy. That's beside the point. We're going to make America fast again for all the people who can't speed because of all the slow people in the left lane. We're going to make America fast again for all the people who have had a drag strip shut down in their local communities and they don't have a place to race and street racing's been made illegal. We're going to make America fast for people who think they're going to have to drive an electric car in the future and not be able to drive their big Hellcat or their big GT500. Driving fast has been made. Okay, <laughs> okay this is definitely... Could he be your guy? definitely... Uh, yeah, he's, he's not my guy, this but it's definitely I mean, tongue in cheek for sure. Yeah, it, it is interesting that, you know, uh, Jared complains about the fast drivers and other people complain about the slow drivers. It, it's actually the extremes, right? You know, it's the guys that are either too fast or too slow that are just. I mean, I don't like I don't like people that are going slow in the left lane. Like, yeah, get the fuck over. Yeah. Well, but I don't like people that are like flying down the road, like cutting you off. It's more about the cutting yeah, the off. It's is, more about 
there's there's just not enough road under socialism there's always shortages so mm -hmm. in in the case of roads there's just not enough road space to accommodate the people that want to drive fast the people that want to drive slow people dude i'll tell you in arizona i really liked in arizona there they have like six lane highways it's amazing like you come down to baltimore and it's like three lanes everywhere and it just doesn't the pavement work. Is pretty, it can be pretty good in some of these places where you feel like you can actually yeah. drive 100 miles an hour and, and feel like you're not putting your life in danger. Well, then they also have the HOV lanes, which, yeah, slightly communist. But like the only requirement is you got to have like two people in your car. And then those you can just fucking just fly down and it just it unclogs everything. But Maryland, no, it's like let's spend like fucking 20 years doing road work on 695 and it's just a three lane fucking bullshit highway. Well, right. When they invest more money in the system, it's for more, more uh, red light cameras and speeding cameras right. shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or just total impractical shit. Like, Oh, let's dig up the whole city and create like a red line, like a, a trolley line where it's like, this is dumb. It'll be adorable. <laughs> It'll be sustainable. Yeah. Um, yeah, Kyle, you might like you might like his uh, driver's license proposal. This stage, this four stage a tier system. If you're if you're qualified for tier four, you just drive as fast as you want, and anybody in front of you has to get out of the way, right? But you have to be tested and you qualify for it. He also hmm. th says that if you run a stop sign, it's a ten thousand dollar fine. Wow. So he's like, you can't fuck up, but you get to do whatever you want as long as you can handle it, right? As long as you're trained for it. Yeah, honestly, it's not it's not a high priority for me or it's not, you know, wouldn't have been my platform of choice. You know, I'd sort of just go from point A to point B and uh, don't really think about it. But uh, anyway, yeah, I mean, I only have five minutes left. I'm not sticking around for the after hours tonight. I wanted to touch on OnlyFans real quick. Is this the announcement? No, no, it's not. It's not the. It's not the announcement. No, I'm, I'm having an argument with the guy on Facebook about. Uh, he he wants to ban OnlyFans. He thinks OnlyFans is a, a form of degeneracy. He doesn't like all these women that are going on OnlyFans, and and a lot of them are making substantial amounts of money. You know, like his um, mother. <laughs> no, but he he like really is like. I, I, I hesitate to call him a conservative. He's more of like a trad, like trad West or traditionalist guy. But, you know, he, he doesn't um, he thinks it's degeneracy. He thinks it's part of the de degeneracy of our society. He I would agree. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I mean, it's I mean, you like ban it. I mean, unless yeah, you're some kind yeah. of authoritarian douchebag. But these are this, this is your friend. I'm, he's a Facebook acquaintance. We just we just debate, and he he's usually taking the, you know, I would I would lump it in under like just sin, right? You know, like drugs, alcohol, gambling, prostitution, pornography, everything that we sort of stamp as like sinful, or like you know, vices, or not, yeah. you know, monogamy, marriage, and kids, right? It, it just uh, is sort of outside of that lifestyle, and like there's a lot of people like this that are just like it should be illegal. And they're not they're not joking. Like they really believe that these kind of activities mm. should be illegal and they think that they're bad for society. And uh, I don't know. I just I find it interesting, like to some extent, like this stuff is bad. Like, look at all the gambling stuff we see, like all the FanDuel. You know, you watch like TV now. It's like FanDuel ads for gambling. And then at the end, they're like, hey, if you have a gambling problem, like <laughs> yeah. you know, they're like legally obligated to like give the uh, well, here's a. Here's the hotline for Gamblers Anonymous yeah. or to yeah. get help or seek counseling for your gambling addition. Of or course, it'd be funny if every vice had to do that, like, or on our podcast, or like, you know, yeah. you need help with your freedom addiction. You know, we like, banned uh, smoking yeah. ads, right? You're not allowed to advertise cigarettes on TV anymore, you know? So, Dude, what's, fucking, what, what's insane is like, you know, the United States and New Zealand are the only two countries where they can direct market pharmaceutical drugs to commercials. So it's like, I didn't know I mean, that. Yeah. We get a lot so, of them. Right. <laughs> they always have terrible side effects. Yeah. It's always like, you know, this will really help your allergies, but it might kill you. you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You might have suicidal yeah, thoughts. Yeah. Or, Turn your you kids know. trans, but it's like you yeah. you're, you'll be less stuffy. Yeah. I, it's just an interesting debate with it that I had with this guy. And, um, well, what's the I mean, debate? Is, it is over the top. The it is you getting ridiculous. Your, you want to impose your, your morality on other people through violence? Like, I don't really gonna consider that a moral position. So, 
I, yeah, I, I mean, did, for sure he does, for sure. Yeah, it's the debate, like, whether porn's good or bad, because, yeah, then you can have a debate. I mean, I'd argue everything in moderation. Which you know, should, he wants to, it's really should we should it be outlawed or not? Should it be? Banned? Yeah, I mean that's obviously that means, the wrong position. Should we, should we kill people that want to that keep trying to do this? Is what he's yeah, exactly. Any these people be incarcerated? That, any woman engaging in it should be mocked and shamed because I mean it is it is or that or not only that not the woman right because they realize there's a market. These simp fucking guys that pay for these fucking OnlyFans like really like. I, I, there is something to be said where it's just like so fucking in your face, like, and it's all out there. And I could see why someone like traditional might take that, like, we got to ban it because it is getting out of control. You see the degeneracy over, over generations. It's just gotten worse and worse and worse. And especially if you have kids and you want to like live that life and you don't want to be like having that push in your face all the time, then yeah, I could see why people would, would, would 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 lean towards no it needs to be yeah if you don't know how to raise your own kids then yeah i could see how you would just rely on the state yeah Yeah. i mean literally you have to be willing to like well how much violence are we going to use against these people like yeah i I don't think everybody understands but would you want to see that that soccer mom you know who needs extra cash dragged away in shackles i mean yeah, I mean, I think yeah. he, he understands. Well, both of us understand that, you know, banning something, outlawing something, you're talking about this, you know, person is yeah, going to be violence. fined at a minimum, and then it could lead all the way up to incarceration, you know. It could or, lead to death. It could if lead to resist, death if you resist the police. Yeah, equals like, death. Like, we understand how laws are enforced, so it's it's not that kind of debate, but it's more like uh, should people should have be? this freedom or should they not have this freedom? And um you know, I, I mean, I'm taking the, the pro they should, I think they should, and he, he thinks they shouldn't, but it's, you know, you can, you can attack the women, the woman who's doing it, but also like Alex says, you could shame. What about the men, the consumers, right. the, the demand for this, right? That, that these guys are pay, willing to pay, you know, hundreds or thousands of dollars to see these. But I mean, women. this should have been around as, as old as humanity. I mean, it used to be like yeah. prostitution was completely legal. You know, it was, it's the oldest profession, that's why you know, it's not like this is like a new thing. Gutenberg got it, funded to 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 actually so he could reproduce like woodcuts of 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 naked women. I mean, this is the history of 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 publishing and communications. Without yeah. more, I made that up about Gutenberg, but it's possible. <laughs> right. well, well, look how well the. I mean, I would make. Dude, that I thought you were being for real, dude. I would, I would I would I would bring it back to the war on drugs, right? Look how well that's worked. I mean, it's a disaster. It's a disaster. Like drugs are everywhere. There's a thriving black market. You know, we've Doesn't done everything we that? could to ban these things, and they're everywhere. Like we got junkies everywhere. I mean, look. So, ultimately, you've just got to you've just got to be able to choose who you associate with as much as possible, right? So keep the simps out of your life. Keep the keep the loose women out of your life, and and you know, then you can live your trad life and bring yeah, them to he, my life. He, I mean, yeah, hey, he, you know what? Yeah, 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 send him over my way. <laughs> my way. We don't we don't kink shame, you know, like whatever you want to, you know, whatever your mom's on OnlyFans. You got a right to be mad. Yeah. But <laughs> so take it up with her. Saying, so what you're saying <laughs> is keep the simp hands strong, right? Yes. Keep the simp hands awesome. strong. <laughs> Dude, there are so the simps. I have. I, that's the thing. Like the women that are engaging in it, they realize there's a market. But the fucking simps, dude, I have no respect for them, and there's so many of them out there online. It's so I love sad. it because you can just look at how cringe they are. Yeah, I love yeah. that kind of entertainment. It's like, yeah, I saw some post. It was like this this OnlyFans person like kicked me off their like banned me from their account. I've already donated like three thousand dollars or something like that. It's <laughs> <So laughs> like, well, like, maybe you yeah. learned your lesson there. <laughs> Yeah. You know what? We all we all we just look at free porn like the rest right? of us. You know, <laughs> I mean, I spend that much on 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 craft beer and people probably think I, that's ridiculous. You know, yeah. like, yeah, who cares? Well, there's so much free porn and yet men are willing to pay to see like that one specific girl. That's what I don't pay understand. to see her, you know? Yeah, but it's like what that I girl care. in high school that you knew and you're like, oh, man, I get to see her naked now. She's had three kids, but still see her naked now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it's just so i don't know guys like i'm 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 with i'm with your trad friend kyle like the degeneracy is getting out of control and it's yeah. so it, it's you know and and to, to jared's point and and babs it's been going on for so long but now it's like you got this and you have everything and it's just access and it's just 
nonstop. And I can see maybe why like a parent or someone that's trying to live the traditional life um, where it's like, it's, it's almost un, not unavoidable, but it's just in your fucking face all the time. Just like pride month, right? Everything is fucking gay and trans and everything. And it's like, Literally. you know, it's like, all right, I can tolerate, I can tolerate it. But then when it's in your fucking face all the time, it's just like, all right, it's harder and harder and harder for me to like stay on this path. It, it, I, I mean, it, Alex, it seems like as you're getting older and as you've gotten older over the years, you've you've gone more conservative, or you've taken more conservative. Right, you, right, values. you don't want you're you're against open borders, and now you want to now you want to outlaw OnlyFans. Like, I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'll I'm send your red hat in the mail, outlawing buddy. it. But I mean, I definitely think like simps should be shamed, and some of these women need to like I don't know, learn a real right, fucking skill. There's plenty of things that should be legal but shameful. It, you know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, and that's your degeneracy in private. Don't like, care. I know. Some people think yeah. it's shameful to have a bunch of tattoos on your face. I don't care, right? Like everybody uh, gets their own level of of life and to do with it what they want. Face tattoos are just like a. That's just bad. Someone, yeah, just don't do it. It's not a good look. It's not, it's not going to work out in the long run for you. Unless that's Otto has a face And I'm just the pinnacle of what the <laughs> most successful American looks like. It's not on your face. You got it's a neck yeah, tattoo, right? On my neck roll. Let's yeah, yeah. Neck roll. <laughs> towards my chin. Just don't lose your neck, dude. <laughs> got a big I don't know. I've already tonight, lost. Don't it. we? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get to that game. I just thought yeah, about sure. Alex's jersey. Yeah, so let's uh, let's move on to the After Hours podcast. Thanks for joining us, guys. Really appreciate it. It was a fun conversation. And we're going to have even more fun in the After Hours podcast, which we're going to record right after this. Um, so please sign up for our Patreon. It's those $3 a month. You guys get access to not a live. You'll get a live link with the podcast sent to you, so you get to comment on it live, or you'll get it later in your, you know, when we'll send you an email later on. And you can listen to it afterwards, but you can also get access to all of our after hours podcast. And um, if you guys don't like using Patreon, go over to prlfans.com. Find other ways to donate to the show. We have t-shirts for sale over at libertariancountry.com. If you use the code PRL or PRL podcast, you get a 10% discount. If you spend $50 or more, you get a 20% discount with the code PRL2. Also, check out wbsapparel.com. Those guys have some pretty rad shit merch up. Mm. Go check it out. Good dudes. We got to have them on the podcast. We got to try to work on getting them on soon. Those guys are real fun. And uh, until next time, live free or die. You can't justify killing!